Smut Cast. Yay! This is the Smut Cast. I'm Sasha. I'm Marie. And it's a podcast where we talk about dirty books. Although I feel like the book we're currently reading is 100% not smutty. No, it's definitely. I like learning shit, Marie. <laughs> It's a a romance. It is a romance, um, and usually I would consider most romances smutty because they're like not, I no nutritional value, if you will. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with that. Okay, but like this, I'm like uh-huh. learning shit about history, uh-huh. and I'm like wanting to learn more about history. Same, kind and I'm of just same. like God. That's not what I signed up for. <laughs> it's like, this book is going to make me want to read like four other like history books that are tangentially related, related to the yeah. subject. So if you guys know what we're talking about this week, we are reading part two of Catherine by Anne Seton, I believe. Seton? Seton? Uh, yeah. That, that vegetarian meat substitute. But it's not spelled like I that. Know. It's like with a Y. I know. So S-E-Y maybe like Satan? Satan. Oh no, we've never heard it say aloud, so we'll never know. Just like biopic. So we read chapters 9 through 17 on this edition. Stopping at chapter 18. Uh-huh. And this is going to be another long episode because a lot freaking happens in a historical context, yeah. in a sexy time context. Kind of. In all the contexts, text I. Contexts? Contexts. 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 Yeah. And today, Marie and I, in honor of the book, are drinking a Bordeaux wine. I feel, ooh, can we clink? Okay. Get the mic. I don't know if that picked I hope up. that picked I it up. I hope it did. Because part of this book takes place in Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Or at least the part we're reading today takes place in, like, where is Bordeaux? Is it in southern France? Yeah. So it's kind of like southwest. Not to brag or anything, but I did do a study abroad. And she yeah. went to France. I did I did go to France. And so, like, the where I was at, it was probably, like, a couple hours south of Bordeaux. So mm-hmm. I have been to Bordeaux. It's a pretty cool city. So, but they're in Bordeaux. And then for a brief time, I think they go to Basque country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, along Which, the like, Pyrenees. If you're not familiar with the Basque country, it's basically between France and Spain. Yeah, in the mountainous region, mm-hmm. there are a lot of there are a lot of sheep herders, herders in general. They just herd all they the things. They just herd and they serve you delightful five course meals. If you've never gone mm-hmm. to a Basque Family restaurant, style. you go to a Basque restaurant. They're so good. Get a pecan punch. Uh huh. Just one, though, because if you have more than one, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yep. There's alcohol. Or anyway. I guess, oh, wait, wait, wait. Is a, like, oh, maybe not. Damn it. We should have done red wine and Coke. Oh, a Kalimocho? Yeah, or whatever it's called. I, think, I don't know. I thought they were called Kalimochos. I have no idea. I just know. I think that I've heard that that's a Basque thing. Of, I like, think it's Coke a Basque and, and a Spain thing. Oh, okay. Like, I could see that. Not like, I know they don't like intertwining because, you know, Spaniards, Spaniards. <sighs> Are horrible. Right. Sorry, <laughs> not that you're horrible, no. but you did some shit. <laughs> you know, well, I even kind of got that impression for like, so like my host family. I remember like we were eating this one particular kind of cheese, and uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, or like you know, are we gonna like put some cherries on it? And I remember my host mom being kind of like, no, oh, that's a Basque thing. And I was like, ooh, yeah, ooh. I have a feeling like Basque hate people. Spanish hate Basque, Basque yeah. hate everybody. You know, well, they want to like, they want to have their own yeah their country own country. So, and again, 
Spaniards around this, like, around the 1300s and uh, around this time period, y'all sucked. <laughs> I also feel like the French probably did, as did the English. Yeah. Everybody kind of did. If you had a queen or king at some point, y'all suck. And that goes with America, yeah. too. Uh-huh. We suck, too. Big time. But, like, at least we didn't kill all the native people of the southern Americas or try to. Just for funsies. Just the North Americas. Yeah, just the North Americas. I think, I would like to think Spain has a bigger uh, body count than the Americas. And see, this is why this book isn't smut. The fact that we're talking we're about this about shit this. <laughs> is exactly why this isn't a smutty book. But yeah. you know what? We're already too fucking invested, so All we're right. going to continue. So let's get into it. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, look, as part in the chewing, I have a little yappy dog who's chewing on some cheese so if you can hear a little nine i assure you he's not breaking his teeth i'm not farting yeah it's no she's she's a real gassy with the dinner we had i wouldn't be surprised anyway (laughs) let's get into it chapter nine all right let's talk about chapter Uh, nine (laughs) yeah the for the first time for the first time we totally haven't been talking about this before nope (laughs) okay so there's been a bit of a time skip it's now 1369 and england is fucked they are at war shit is like flooding like flooding flooding it's just raining all the time like more than it normally rains in england Mm -hmm. which is saying a lot so like all their crops like their wheat and their Cry? And I don't know. Barley? And wool? <laughs> yeah. Well, their wheat is getting damaged, so that means their wool yeah. is getting fucked. And it also means the little sheepies are just floating away. Mm-hmm. Poor little sheepies. So that's great. And then on top of all of that, God's like, you know what? You know what this needs? A little bit of plague. Sprinkle that Sprinkle in. that plague right in there. So Catherine now has two kids, Blanchette. And I hate that name. And uh, a boy, Thomas. And he was now at home full time, basically because he can't control his shits. Marie, he's shitting all the yeah. time. You know, I was thinking about it because we were trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. Like, because if it was dysentery, he probably would have eventually died. He would have eventually but died like or gotten these bouts. over it. Yeah, he gets yeah. these bouts of like the shits. Mega shits. Because then I was thinking about it. I was like, do you think maybe it's related to like syphilis, perhaps? But then, like, See, she doesn't have any signs of syphilis. So never not, mind. Like, he's not open sores or going crazy. I yeah. think it's more of like a parasite that he got that he just yeah he can't get rid of because there's no ivermectin in those days. And that's <laughs> what it's meant for. So he can't get rid of those those parasites. So that's cool. Just con- like, again, when I say constantly shitting. I mean constantly (laughs) shitting. And he picked this stuff up in Castile because he was fighting with the Duke of Lancaster to claim the Spanish throne back for, like, Don Pedro, Pedro, King Pedro. uh, King Pedro got kicked off his throne. Whatever. Sure. And so that's cool. We find out that Gibbon, the guy who was taking care of the estate, died. Molly and the preacher's son died in the flood. The queen has recently died. So basically, everybody's everybody's dying and dead. Just don't worry about it. So Pika, Catherine's sister, and Joffrey, Chaucer, of the Chaucers, Chaucers, decide they need to get the fuck out of London because fucking plague is everywhere. So they're like, okay, we're going to come visit you, Catherine, because Pika's with child and like, 
They don't want to get the plague. Yeah, we don't want to get the plague. I mean, fair. So Pika shows up and she's just like, oh my God, this is where you live? This I was all envious gross. of you yeah. because you were marrying like a landed knight I, or whatever, yeah. but this is kind of sad. Uh-huh. I'm like not jealous anymore. I'm totally underwhelmed. Yeah. I'm so glad Joffrey takes care of me better. So yeah, she's just like, oh, this is all fucking, this is all gross. So she finds out, Pickup finds out or tells Catherine that, hey, Lady Lancaster is going to like move to the country as well, you know, for the whole plague situation the plague season yeah the plague season she's gonna be in the country you should go wait on her and gain favor since old shits mcgee over here can't (laughs) fight for the duke he's he's pooped (laughs) Ah! so uh, Catherine's like but i don't want my kids are here i don't want to go and pick is like no seriously you need to go because this place is shit this guy can't stop being shit. Like, <laughs> shit. This is what this place mm-hmm. is. Literally uh, and figuratively. Yeah, we need something to happen here. And so Catherine finally is like, fine, whatever. Then Jeffrey reads some poetry, which, like, I don't give a shit about. Then we also learn this night when with Pickett and Joffrey, Jeffrey, whatever, that Catherine had plague as a child and she survived it with the help of Pika. Mm-hmm. So it kind of uh, st- sets the precedent of Pika and Catherine both being kind of plague immune. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, we just listened to a podcast on the plague and, uh-huh. you know, it was apparently a bacterial thing. So you don't really get immunity from that. But, but hey, let's, personal, let's not spoil that for them. Maybe their personal body chemistry is just like an, yeah. oh, uninhabitable Because right. wasn't them. that, that was like a whole thing with yeah. like the idea of people being sort of naturally immune to the plague mm-hmm. or just like if they got it, they were more likely to survive. Yeah. They were hardier. Maybe, Maybe. Just, a lot of yeast infections and that just did well for them. I don't know. There's something about them was uninhabitable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of chapter nine. Chapter 10, Catherine decides, okay, yeah, fuck it. I'll go see Blanche. We also learn as she's going to see, like, going on the road to see Blanche, the Duchess. She has, like, an inner monologue to herself. And she's like, it sucks that he's shitting himself all the time. But you know what I love? Him not being able to have sex with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty swell. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of the best of a bad situation uh-huh. you know what I mean so that's what she's like living with her own inner monologue and then she meets some merchants along the way and like chats with them and is like hey what's up and they're having like a good little time and then suddenly like this yellow fog starts rolling in and they're like oh. turns out it's just the fog is just sulfur because the town that Blanche's castles in had plague hardcore uh-huh. Bad, bad plague. It was a pretty bad time. Yeah. And so they get to the castle and Catherine's like, fuck this shit. I got this. I'm immune to the plague. Uh-huh. Which... Just let me in and let me take care yeah. of people. And so she runs in to find the servants. The servants are like in the outer chamber of Blanche's like apartments. Like, oh, yeah. Fucking They're... orgy yeah, party like, shit time. Party like, for the end of the world. Because uh-huh. I mean, like, which same. Like, if you, it's kind of like, fuck it. Like, we're all going to die anyway. Like, yeah. let's just live it up. I mean, true. The first spot of a boil I would see, I would just be yeah. like, <laughs> Morphin, please. 
Or what do we have? Opium now? That you have to, yeah, just give me that. I want to smoke some op- opium. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know who I am. Like, it's like you there. I'm not even remotely attracted to you, yeah. but do, huh? eh? do you want to hit this? Eh? Eh? Before I'm all spewing blood everywhere. So Catherine's like, you guys disgust me. Where's Blanche? And she opens Blanche's bedroom and Blanche is dying. She gets a monk to show up and pray over her. And Blanche dies that night, basically. And she's like, so cool. You guys are all partying and shit. But where the fuck are the children? <laughs> like, because Blanche has the kids. Yeah. The kids go with the mom in these days because, like, the dad is literally fighting a war right now. Yeah, he can't so, really, I mean, like, kind of change makes sense. diapers at the moment. It really is the best option. Yeah. So she actually finds them in another part of the castle. And they're perfectly fine. They've been saved from the plague. And so she's just kind of like okay i don't i guess i should stay and pick a sends her a letter and is like hey yeah you have to stay and take care of this shit because one favor Mm -hmm. getting you favor and also i feel like you kind of have like you're kind you're kind of committed at that point like yeah when you and maybe who knows it was probably maybe low-key like yeah you've been around all these people with plague and i although i I feel like you're immune you should maybe just stay there because kinda. when they first like rolled up on this cat uh, on Blanche's castle, it was she had Hugh's squire with her, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "I'm gonna go." I just remembered I have to do something <laughs> yeah. back and then at he, Kettlethorpe. So. And then he comes back from Kettlethorpe and it, with the message from Pick, and he's like, "You stay there." I'll just yell it to you and we'll be fine. I think we got this. Uh We'll just telephone this. Uh So really, it turns out that Pika never said any of that. (laughs) It was totally misconstrued. So Catherine decides to agree and she decides to go with the funeral procession to London. So like it's a big thing. Like picture like when Lincoln died and they had like the train car that made stops across like the countryside so people could like mourn or whatever and pay his respects. Picture that, but not trains and horses. But also just horses. Also, like, I'm sorry, but if you died a plague, I wouldn't want to go see your fucking corpse. I'd be like, stay there. <laughs> I'm good. Let's social distance. Me, you, social distance. Well, I mean, I can't remember though. Like, was it around this time? Because yeah, people like thought you could get sick from bad smells. So I assume yeah. they would also have that belief about like a dead you know, or rotting corpse, mm-hmm. which. D- probably doesn't smell great no I, so i would imagine people would kind of have that same attitude so i don't know like i was super, she's in a casket yeah though, she's in a so. casket and stuff and so i don't know like it's kind of cathartic for the people of the countryside because mm-hmm. they didn't have a chance to mourn their dead and like seeing blanche's corpse they're like oh we could finally mourn it's finally over because for some mm-hmm. reason like after blanche dies like the plague's just like we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> kind of culminated. Yeah. With her, with her death, death or whatever. So they're on the procession to London. That's the end of chapter 10. Chapter 11, Catherine goes to London and like they do funeral shit. And because, you know, they're royals, funeral shit takes like three fucking weeks and is just yep. ornate as fuck for no reason. And the king's mistress, she like. So the queen has just died like just died like her body's kind of warm the the dirt is not packed down yet (laughs) 
<laughs> well, or assuming she was even in the dirt. Yeah. She may have been in a crypt. Either way. Uh, either way. Like, not dead very Like, long. Catherine goes to, like, the feast, not the feast, but, like, the meal. The wake? When she arrives at the, pal- the palace. Mm. And she just sees the king up there just, like, living it up with his mistress. And she's just like... This is in such poor taste. Yeah. Like, which it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I could see it's like in those days, really royal weddings, they were business arrangements. You didn't have to love the person you were with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is kind of like brazen and tacky. Yeah, it's super tacky. Like, I'm sorry, just pretend to mourn. A little bit. A little bit. And also your daughter-in-law just fucking died. How about you don't like party it up with your mistress? I don't know. Maybe don't. But so Catherine is like disgusted by all of this. And so she's just like, I'm going to bail because y'all are gross. Because Catherine in her, in her heart is kind of like kind of pious and kind of religious. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't want to like. I mean, she did grow up among nuns. Yeah. And so she like leaves and she gets lost. She runs into a monk. And then she after a restless night of like being in this new place she decides she needs to see blanche one last time and goes to the chapel where she's being laid out for people to see and monks are like praying over her soul and all of this bullshit and so she goes to the chapel and she finds the duke crying in the chapel and then she like is trying to like sneak out i imagine and she just yeah. like falls flat on her ass <laughs> oh shit like yeah she like bumps into a candelabra yeah and like takes like, oh, down no. like 16 candelabras with her <laughs> and the duke is just like get the fuck out of here like mm-hmm. this is my morning time which it's not like she knew you'd be there duke right. like she thought you were somewhere else i don't know it's 3 a.m yeah. why would she expect that so the duke opposed unlike his father who doesn't give two shits that his wife died the duke is like in hella mourning like he refuses to see anyone he's locked up in his room he just doesn't want to do anything a couple of days into his mourning period the king sends a messenger for him and is like hey i'm the motherfucking king you better come talk to me son and the duke's like mm, no rather not rather not pretty sad still and so but he does want to see somebody the duke sends his messenger to get catherine um to come bring catherine to him so catherine at this point is just over this whole castle shit but she has like zero funds because again he's poor as fuck Mm -hmm. so she decides she she just wants to go somewhere where she like is used to people and stuff so she goes over to the fishmongers if you don't recall the fishmongers in the first part of the book were is where she stayed before she got married to hugh because jeffrey chaucer's parents were sick so she had to stay somewhere mm-hmm. and jeffrey hooked her up with a cool the cool fishmonger family. like friend of a friend yeah what's her name like how do you pronounce it in your head because in my head it's pronounced like haywise or yeah, something like or that Heloise. i say Hello- Heloise. oh eloise, eloise. Ah, that, that's so much prettier let's go with that <laughs> so they're all super stoked to see her and we find out eloise has a kid now and she married the one guy they were in love with, like she was in love mm-hmm. with and all that like he's jazz. off at war at the yeah. time i think so he's not around yeah so finally that's where the duke's messenger catches up with catherine 
and they head back to see the Duke. That's the end of chapter 11. Chapter 12. The Duke, again, hella depressed, hella sad, because his wife just yeah. fucking died. That he actually loved. I mean, yeah, it is like for the, time, yeah. for the time, that's probably a rare thing mm-hmm. that he actually like loved and cared for his wife. Yeah. And so, I mean, the reason he sent for Catherine, I think, is kind of twofold. Like, yeah, he digs her. Mm-hmm. But also, like, she was the last person to see right. his wife alive. And I would I would want to thank somebody for that. Like, right. It was like, hey, you made sure that she wasn't alone. Yeah. And hey, you, you know, you could have gotten plague. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of a selfless yeah, act. So, like, I'm super... Thank you for being here. So Catherine kind of takes his mind off the death of his wife. And then Murray. Mm-hmm. They kiss. <gasps> yeah. They like totally kiss. And then like they almost do it. Uh-huh. But then like Kath- he like puts her yeah. on the bed and she's just like, no, no, no I'm married. No. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I'm married. And also like, I love you though. I think you're hot as fuck. And I would totally, mm-hmm. I'd be down to clown. But one, your wife just died, and that's gross. Yeah. And two, <laughs> you know, and two, I'm married, and I uh-huh. believe in Jeebus, and he'd be pissed. Right. Just like, so, I do not have it in me to cheat on my yeah. husband as much as I dislike him. I, oh, God, I can't remember. There was, like, some point in this book. I don't, see, this is, like, just so over, because mm. I was going to say, like, I know there was a part, like, you know that part in Pride of Prejudice with Kira Knightley? Yeah. With the hand thing. Yeah. That Mr. Darcy does, where yeah. it's just like, ah, the tension. Mm. Like, I kind of feel like I got that from this, but I mean, it's just, they actually did kind of get fooled around a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. He might But that energy, that he energy He might have touched a boob. You don't know. <laughs> but also, I yeah, know. I get it, too. Like, again... I saw your wife die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like, and it's not like plague is a nice death to watch. It's like, no, disgusting and probably like slow and pain. painful, slow and painful or depending on yeah. what strain, so but I would just be like, it's not pleasant. You know, I don't feel like touching anyone for the next not, like two years. I think I'm not really in the mood right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Catherine basically is just like, I'm i'm outie five thousand thank you she runs back to the fishmongers and she's like i gotta get the fuck home man like i don't have any money she's like listen heloise i know we're homies i have zero money can i borrow like 20 bucks and heloise is like yeah fuck yeah let's do this and i'll come with you yeah girls trip (laughs) so the fishmongers uh heloise's dad is just like how about I don't send two ladies up by themselves back to Kettlethorpe? I'll send you with this one dude. Yeah, he's, like, he's a big, strong, yeah. strapping lad. Yeah, okay, so let's do that. And this is all... She just wants to get the heck out of Dodge, Catherine does, because the Duke, the night before, before they started like making out, was like, hey, I will make sure you get home. I will send you with a processional. Mm-hmm. Like, you... I'm going to get you home, girl. And she's just like, you know what? I don't need no man. I'm a strong, independent woman. Uh-huh. Heloise, can I borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> um, so they set off in the morning. Heloise, Catherine, and Jerkin, who is Heloise's dad's apprentice. Uh, I like to think that it's Jerkin. pronounced Gherkin. <laughs> I like Jerkin. 
chicken. Either or, it's pleasant. <laughs> so they're going on their little journey and they end up at a shady ass inn. And it just reminds me that one time we went to the bar, that one bar, and we walk in the bar and everybody's head turns and looks at us. Oh, God. I don't remember this <laughs> don't at all. Remember it. Which bar? <laughs> It was a uh, lightly loosely describe it to me so we don't give away our location. Uh-huh. It's it, it's um near one of our favorite bars or it was one of our favorite bars that led to many poor decisions and it was for one of your going away parties. We're all going in as a group. We walk into this bar. All the heads turn and look at us. One of the person, one of the people we were with, walks and tries to get a table, and we're just all slowly backing out because we're just like the vibe in here is not good. I don't remember that at all. Maybe I would had a few. And I, was I just mean, like, yeah, we had a lot following that incident, and so that's kind of how I feel like this happens. Like everybody turns and looks at him and is like. It's just a bad vibe. It's bad vibes. The bad energy vibes is everywhere. bad. Or bad. So, they're just like, yeah, we're going to go. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> like, you know, you can just have the food. We're not going to eat it. Uh-huh. We're going to go. We're going to go. Here's much money for the shitty ass thing you call beer. Bye. So they're halfway down the road and they hear like rustling and they're like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. And Jergen's like, I bet it's those guys. Uh-huh. They probably know shortcuts because they know the land. They're going to come and get us. <laughs> You're like, shut up, Jerkin. But also, Jerkin's kind of like jacked jazz because he's like, I'm going to kick their asses. It's like, I don't get any excitement yeah. in my life. I bring it on. Yeah. And so it turns out, was not the shady men. It was the king's men. And they're like, <sighs> we've been looking for you forever. <laughs> God damn it. Like, we thought you'd slow down some, but fuck. <laughs> so we're here to like, I don't know escort these two ladies back because no offense jerkin you're 15 yeah <laughs> get back home but he's like stacked yeah also we have letters from the duke for people in kettlethorpe and we have a letter from the duke to hugh as well so we like we have messages we got we got purpose for mm-hmm. coming with y'all and so they're like, fine, okay, whatever. So they're escorted the rest of the way to meet, and they're like in the town near Kettlethorpe, and they run into Pick, who is like buying fish or some yeah. shit. I, don't know. I think I remember, yeah, you know, it was like fish and honeycomb and bread yeah. and, you know, all the things. And so we learned that he was also in town today arguing with the Duke's man about taxes owed from Kettlethorpe. And so, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, there was a big flood, and then all the wool was basically ruined. I'm not a shepherd. I don't know why it would be ruined. Like, you didn't have any hills you could, like, kind of move them up on? Yeah, like, whatever. I mean, I I get the impression that sheep are also kind of dumb. Yeah, I think a lot of them drowned, but then, like... You can shave corpses. That's that's (laughs) like somebody's entire job, though, is to watch the sheep, so... So... Anyway... Catherine is like, well, I'll help him out. Like, the Duke's man will like me. And she goes in there and the Duke's like, the Duke's man is like, who the fuck are you? You're letting your woman try to talk for you? And he was like, a shit. And then finally, the sergeant that escorted Catherine to back to Kettlethorpe shows up and is like, 
hey, I got letters for everyone. You get a letter, uh-huh. and you get a letter, and you get a letter. And everyone, look under your chairs. Letters. <laughs> and so it turns out, the letter that the Duke's man receives is a letter saying, like, hey, Catherine and Hugh of Kettlethorpe get all the profits from this other area. And so guess what? Hugh's out of debt. Everybody's happy. Score. And the Duke's man is like, you lucky son of a bitch. I'll get you next time. <laughs> and you, so, yeah. you and your little dog, too. <laughs> Krieger feels personally offended yep. by that. And so they, like, leave. And uh, I'm going to say that Hugh's reaction is fair because he was just like, bitch, did you sleep with the Duke? Like... <laughs> Why is he giving you all this money? money. <laughs> like, come on. And she's like, no, I swear I didn't. You know how, like, godly I am. I wouldn't do, yeah. I wouldn't cheat on you. It's just, you know, I stayed with his dying ass wife. Like, that, again, I think earns some, some mm-hmm. monies. And he does believe her. He's like, yeah, you're right. Hugh does seem a little bit better, like, less shitting. So that's also good. Mm-hmm. So Catherine then gets the letter that the Duke wrote to Hugh and she reads it to him because reading and writing aren't on top of Hugh's right. And I, feel like, I think yeah, he but, can, but I just think he doesn't. Right. Or he's not great at yeah. it. I mean, I think that was a thing, too, though, like where like it didn't matter if you were upper class, like for the time. Uh, Chances are like they're like you still it wasn't super likely that you were going to be literate. Yeah. I think. And so she was like, oh. Looks like the Duke wants you back in battle. And he was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> That's the thing I'm good at. Uh-huh. I can do that. I mean, I'll still shit a lot, but like, it's battle. People yeah. will be like, what else? <laughs> it's an intimidation tactic. Uh-huh. I'll throw it at them. <laughs> so that's the end of chapter 12. So I think that the Duke's intentions for sending Hugh into battle aren't aren't in Q's best interests (laughs) right now i kind of kept getting that feeling throughout where it's like is he like trying to get him to die maybe yeah but i mean also he was one of the duke's best fighters too yeah what it sounds like he's like a right like he's fully capable so it's not like it was like oh i'm sending this guy who's totally inept when he's not shitting himself yeah Yeah. (laughs) well that seems to be the key the key point there i feel like can you imagine riding a horse when you got the shits bad? Like <laughs> all the jostling. Oh, no. <laughs> no. We got to pull over, you guys. In armor. Uh-huh. No. And then uh, also for my notes for chapter 12, I have a note about courtly love, like versus the way the Duke mourns versus the way the king mourns. And we can kind of see that the Duke is just better than his dad. Mm in many different ways and perhaps he would be better to i don't know rule england instead of his dad but whatever, whatever. which i mean like well and then again like that that's the kind of thing that makes me want to look into the history of these things uh-huh. because it's like is this character development or is this like actually based on historical well i think it, the thing is, i think evidence. it is kind of based on historical fact but there's only so much you can like Especially from, like, the 1300s. Right. If there's only, like, so much you can know about that time period, I feel like. Exactly. Anyway, let's go into chapter 13. So, (laughs) the Duke, this is, like, a year or two later, and the Duke is like, I'm going to marry the rightful queen of Spain. 
because that's a good match. But mm-hmm. in my mind, that is not a good match because sure, she's the rightful queen of Spain. But unless she's a fucking motherfucking queen of Spain, you got shit. You got like, it, yeah. You know what you have? You have a refugee with no nothing. Like, but I mean, like, still maybe with you people, have to put people backing into her a though. War, though, yeah, that's what you just tied yourself to is a war. But like, I would also assume somebody in like Germany. Like, come on, like I would assume it would also be a calculated risk though. Where yeah. it's like they wouldn't like you know if it was a completely lost cause. I don't think it'd be like yeah, I'm gonna hitch my wagon to this train. I kind of. <sighs> thing you i know? think it was a lost cause because at this point they defeated the bad brother who took over castile once then he got back into motherfucking power and that's why his daughter that's why the true queen of castile is exiled because they lost power again mm-hmm. so it's clearly a situation where they cannot hold on to power and that the like the war in order to get the power back was kind of like bloody and cost england way too much money you know yeah i don't know well and then maybe that kind of speaks to a certain extent of like how out of touch some of these people are yeah <laughs> or it's like i don't care about the human cost uh-huh. I, I this is what's right i don't know so turns out he's like before i become a married man i want to see Catherine one more time because you know what you know what I bet she isn't even half as good looking as I thought she was I bet she got all old and gross uh-huh. now that she's 20 years old <laughs> yeah. with two kids she's probably like super icky but he's like her his one advisor I forget the guy's name but I, I know I have it later is just like so you can't just send for Catherine just because you want to like you need like a guys mm-hmm. and she's like he's like oh fuck her husband's, her husband's here. Like and he's her. Yeah. He's injured as fuck. Yeah, we'll get him to write a letter to her. It'll be cool. <laughs> and so she she does. And this all takes place in Bordeaux. Like, that's why we're drinking our Bordeaux, because this mm-hmm. all takes place in Bordeaux. And so if you are unfamiliar with the thirteen hundreds and their travel system, you do not one does just not go to Bordeaux. Yeah. <laughs> like, it takes a little while. It takes so uh, I couldn't even imagine like Oh, I wrote your dad in London three months ago. That letter should be coming any day back. <laughs> like it's it's not a quick trip, you know. And so, you know, they send for Catherine in to come to Bordeaux, and it's just the shittiest boat journey that ever did boat journey. Like it's just choppy ass waters, just. Poof, poof, poof. There's a terrible storm. Uh-huh. She's traveling with the Duke's sister, who's just kind of a bitch. Yeah. Like, real mean to her the whole like, time. She she was super pretty yeah. in her youth, but she's not that anymore mm-hmm. at all. But she doesn't seem to know it. Yeah. But, like, she's also still kind of an asshole about it. Like, she yeah. has that kind of arrogance. And also, I mean, you definitely get the sense that she's jealous of Catherine because yeah. Catherine is young and beautiful. Well, and she also thinks, like, a Catherine is some sort of upstart and is like, like, come on. Yeah, you have to go see your husband. Wink, wink, wink. wink. You nudge, probably, nudge. You don't even have a fucking husband. Like, anyway... The storm's horrible, but they finally make it. And as they're like reaching the port, the Duke's do du- the Duke takes a ship out to meet them because you know his lady's on there, not his sister, but his his side mm. piece, his 
intended <laughs> side piece. Even though she doesn't know that she's the intended, but you know, yeah, she gets it basically. Yeah. So the Duke boards and he like goes sees his sister right away because you know that's all proper. And then he sees Catherine and he's like, "Hey, bitch!" <laughs> just like, "Oh, hey!" Like super casual. Yeah. Sup. Sup. And like this pisses the fuck. This pisses the Duke sister off. He's just. She's just like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is that? What the fuck? <laughs> Whatever." <laughs> and so then. Catherine's like, yo, Dookie, can you, can I go see my fucking husband? And he's like, yeah, you can go with my man. He'll go take you to your husband. And so that happens. In chapter 14, Catherine finally makes it to see Hugh, who seems better-ish. Mm-hmm. The festering is gone. Yeah, it's like he got cut on his leg. And then, like, you hear it described where it's like, yeah, he had these, like, red lines going all the way up to his groin. It was like, I'm pretty sure. Because I remember one time getting paranoid about, like, my tattoo, like, one of my tattoos being infected uh-huh. after I got. So it sounds kind of like, from what I remember, the symptoms of blood poisoning sound like. <laughs> but you know, Marie, the festering's gone now. The festering's so it's gone. All, it's all yeah. good. Because he was injured in battle. And this whole time, the Duke's personal physician was taking care of Hugh. Again, as kind of like a way to get into Catherine's pants slash a thank you. Yeah, good graces, I guess. And so she then, they catch up. They talk about the kids. They're just like having, they're being nice to one another. They're just having a pleasant Mm -hmm. evening, I suppose. Also, I assume it's because Catherine knows that he can't get it up. Mm-hmm. Like, he got it up before he left for war. Right, much to her dismay. Uh-huh, but he did not, like, she's like, the dude almost died of blood poisoning. He's not gonna, like... Yeah. He's not gonna be... Like, he, was, he even threw out, like, a, yeah. oh, damn, I thought I, I would have gotten you with child before I left. Just like, mm, no, darn. Darn. So the next morning, again, because she's so religious, she decides to go to early mass and is accosted by a pilgrim who turns out to be the duke and the duke is like dude girl let's talk and they go to like a little inn and in a garden and he's like i love you you're the best and she's like yeah i still love you too but here's the thing when we were on that ship i promised saint catherine i wouldn't cheat on my husband (laughs) In exchange for letting me live. And I lived, so I have to honor that. And the Duke's like, well, that's bullshit. (laughs) But whatevs. So the Duke goes back to his lodgings. Then his brother Edmund shows up and talks about how he's going to marry the other rightful princess of Castile, who's hotter than the Duke's intended. So, you know, he's, he's kind of bragging. And then... The Duke goes to confess to his monk friend slash his confessor slash the physician that's been attending to Hugh. And that happens. Well, and like he he says, you know, it was like, hey, like, what if I, you know, it was like I I could confess to having these feelings of lust for this married woman, but I feel no remorse for it. And oh, and like, meanwhile, what's his name is like the the Narcan. Nidok or something. Nirak. (laughs) Nirak. Something like that. Narcan. I'm pretty sure that's what they use for like heroin overdoses. It is. (laughs) And and he's the Gaskin from earlier Uh who stayed at Kettlethorpe after Catherine had right, Blanche. and he's like, 
the duke's homie yeah he's his ride or die he's like i will do uh-huh. anything for the duke so he's listening in and then like he overhears the duke say it's like what if okay so like she says she won't do it with me mm-hmm. because she won't cheat on her husband so like what if i want to like kill the guy and i feel no remorse <laughs> for that so like because his- like hear me out monk i just confess to you you tell me to do like five hail marys I'm all good to go down to clown with Catherine. And the monk's like, that's like, that's not how it works at all. But, but but also that's kind of how it works. Shit. (laughs) But no, I mean like in the true spirit of it, like you're Mm. supposed to be contrite, but like, you know, his man overhears us like, Oh, I know a way to make my duke happy. Uh So put a pin in that. Put a pin in it. So, take that pin out because it happens right yeah. after that yeah, yeah, yeah. so didn't really need the Mirac, pin Mirac whatever the fuck his name is so earlier in chapter 14 there was a a little person a monkey and a parrot putting on a show mm-hmm. and he decides to take those that little group and go see Catherine and so he goes up and he's like Hey guys, I brought some shows for you. Like, come and look at the the, the monkey and the little mm-hmm. person and the parrot. He will put you in the window so you can watch. But uh-huh. Catherine, you should go down yeah. and watch up close, IRL. So while they're all watching the performance, Nirak poisons Hugh's like special medicine that the monk gave him, and so it was weird because like Catherine was like, "Oh, he was feeling better. He was doing stuff. He was he's living the life, right?" And like, then, and I think they, she even remarks, "Like, oh yeah, his leg is definitely looking better yeah. today." And then turns out, in the middle of the night, Hugh dies, and Catherine's like, "What the?" F- <laughs> and the monk is like, "Oh yeah, sometimes that happens. There's yeah, like, like an ulcer or whatever mm-hmm. in their intestines that like you know explodes or whatever, which it I happens. Mean, which I mean, okay." Like, as a person who poops a lot, you gotta help... Like, this man, Hugh, he had explosive diarrhea, for what it sounds like, for about a year. Mm -hmm. At least. Yeah, you have... I mean, I would assume something was fucked up with his innards. Yeah. So, I'm not So, I mean, it was like... Like, It was a a good choice of poison, I guess. I think it was Monk's Bane, if you want to do some research into that. There's a really good book that i read i think towards the end, the beginning of the year the royal art of poison mm-hmm. i recommend it it's pr- i'm sure something like that is mentioned in there it's also by the same person who wrote sex with kings mm-hmm. i which think is, i feel like her last a- name is like hellman here it applies. applies it applies applies, applies whatever but it, it's good yeah. good interesting stuff that smut should not make me want to reread i know and this smut is just too smart for me right now yep. like i am gonna read a book about this stupid history and i'm gonna hate every second of it but i'm gonna read it i can't stop won't stop maybe i'll watch a history channel documentary I don't know. Actually, I won't because all they produce now are aliens and ghosts. <laughs> uh, and and hit, Hitler. Some yeah. Hitler smatterings yeah. in there. Okay, so end of chapter 14. Hugh is dead. Begin chapter 15. Hugh, still dead. <laughs> Nirak, Nirak, I, I fucking don't know, rushes to the Duke to tell him. And like the Duke's like in doing Dukely shit and looks mm-hmm. like detchily no dukely uh, rushes in and is like i got something to tell you i got something i got to some tell hot goss. you and the duke's like 
bitch what is it like what the fuck is it let's go in my little side chamber he's kind of like annoyed with him and then he tells the duke and the duke's like noise <laughs> it's on <laughs> so like there's a intense switch in the duke's like mood mm -hmm. everybody in the castle is like what the fuck just happened well and i'd like to point out also like during this time like the duke has been all surly uh -huh. like leading up to his wedding to you know uh -huh. the queen of castile or whatever and people just like they've been throwing it out there like man that guy needs to get laid <laughs> he really needs to get laid and then switch uh -huh. so everybody's just like oh he's gonna he, he get laid he got laid and so yeah the duke is super stoked so four days after hugh's death the duke comes for catherine and hugh's squire is kind of like you shall not take my mistress and the duke's just like i'm taking your i'm mistress. taking your mistress punch and then just leaves mm -hmm. with catherine and catherine i guess is pretty like doped up on opium at this point because mm -hmm. like the monk gave her some like medicine a calming draft uh-huh and so she's just like whoa <laughs> you're all strong and cute <laughs> i like this <laughs> and so they go off into the night they go to like this fancy rich dude's house and they just bone for like a week mm -hmm. they're just boning all day or a day and the rich guy is finally like hey so I'm so glad you've enjoyed your stay here. It, I love it when rich people come to bone in my house. Please rate me five stars. <laughs> five star on rich people bone Yelp, Airbnb. But you, you're the king, like you're the duke. You're kind of supposed to be getting married? Like soon? And they're like, your advisors are like, hey, could you tell him he needs to like help pick out the tablecloths? Maybe decide the floral arrangements? Maybe pick the first dance song. I don't know what goes into these things, but we need your opinions. And the Duke's like, <laughs> shit, they know where I am. I'm out. Thank you. Thank you. Five stars. I'm out of here. And the guy's like, no, but. Oh, fine. <gasps> and so the Duke is like, I'm going to take you to see the mountains because you've never seen the mountains before, which makes sense. Like, can you imagine people back in the day would live their whole lives in like a 10 mile radius mm -hmm. and like never see the ocean or mountains or like a dog that isn't native to their land it's kind of bananas like i bet if you like they never would have seen bananas uh -huh. i bet if you like took munch to like a 1300s village they would call you a witch with your oh, weird yeah. pug dog. For multiple reasons, uh -huh. but yes. They'd be like, what the fuck? Why are you wearing pants? What, what even is that? <laughs> it's a demon. <laughs> Why is it so pale? So Catherine is just like in awe of seeing mountains, which, yeah, I guess mountains are pretty fucking majestic. Yeah, I feel like from what I remember, England is a lot of like rolling hills. Yeah, I remember. You don't really get into mountains until like Scotland. Do you I remember think? that one Hugh Grant movie, The Englishman Who Went Up the Hill and Came Down the Mountain? No. Oh, I, re I remember uh, hearing of it, but I've never okay. watched it. So it was just like how this English, this he was Scott. He could have been English. Yeah, I guess he was English. It's in the title. <laughs> He's an Englishman. <laughs> he, was, he was like measuring this hill in some like area of I want. It might have been Scotland or something. Uh. And it, it was like ten, like. 12 inches even though it's not inches because it's england and they don't use yeah. 
are centimeters. centimeters. <laughs> it was like this much shorter than a mountain needed to be to be uh, called a mountain. And so like the townspeople got together and like built it. Just uh, they just kind of like dug and I dug just, around it. I'm just like we're from an area where mountains are fucking mountains. Like, I feel I just, feel weird not living around mountains uh-huh. like i lived in an area where it was just like well it was like hills and shit and uh-huh. like you could see mountains like way way off in the distance and it just didn't feel right yeah i like i like mountains and like when people are like i'm from a mountainous area and i'm like okay let's see them and then they're just like whoop, whoop. i'm like no 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 i need me some double d's like your I little need, a's are doing nothing for me i need peaks and valleys uh-huh. so like I can't even imagine growing up and never seeing yeah. a mountain. That's like, it. And yeah. I think the region they're going to is like the Basque region, mm-hmm. and we're from the West Coast, and we were settled by Spain, mm-hmm. and so a lot of our mountain ranges are named after Spanish mountain ranges. So I'm just like, oh, them real mountains. They knew. I didn't even know. I don't even know what the Basque mountains look like, but the fact that. You know, Spaniards came here and were like, those look like the ones we have at home. Yeah, well, the Pyrenees. And actually, yeah, like where I was at, like I got to see the Pyrenees. And like, I would say they were like way farther away than our mountains, Mm -hmm. like in our in proximity. But yeah, they're fucking mountains. They're mountains. I get it, Catherine. You should be in awe. Mountains are fucking awesome. And that's coming from I don't ski. I don't do mountain (laughs) sports. But mountains are beautiful. So they they do that. So they go away for like another week and so before this ends they're like staying at an inn and there's like a magical like clearing with an old ruinous chapel which like for me it's really hard to like picture 1300s ruins like right right, like it's old for that like yeah it was like so like now what do they look like now like there's probably nothing if they were already ruined right it's like nothing there so i mean that really probably would have been shit probably like around the roman empire times like or you know or they talk about charlemagne was like oh yeah charlemagne was like 600 years ago i was like fuck that was like 700 yeah what what is time so they find this chapel and one morning like she sees that i almost called him hugh the duke is gone and she gets up and she finds him at the like discarded chapel and he's there and he's like we have to go back to the real world and Catherine's upset and he's upset and everyone's upset and then he takes off the signet ring that blanche gave him his his dead wife and he's like, I, he says like the old timey wedding vows. Right. Like, yeah. So they're kind of like unofficially married. Yeah. Just like not to brag. And then mm-hmm. they go back to Bordeaux. The monk physician comes to Catherine who is staying at a nunnery and is like, you will be living with the Duke at the Savoy. You fucking hussy. Like the mm-hmm. Duke's personal physician is kind of like, he's a little judgy. Yeah. He's, he's a, a little, little judgy. judgy. And FYI, Nairak, Narak. Nihak. whatever his name is <laughs> has gone mad i'm not saying it's your fault right but the, i think see, it's your fault or like well okay so like as they were leaving yeah on top of everything even though like it was one of those things where he clearly didn't think this through because yeah. he loves the duke so much and he wanted to make the duke happy but yeah. then he was like super duper jealous yeah he's he like hella jealous god damn it this is not how i envisioned well, this going it's, it's kind of like one of those things like when you set up like one of your good friends with another one of your good friends but then you realize you might have caught feelings for your one good friend and then you're just like 
son of a bitch. I like the person I set them up with. I, but why do I hate them now? <laughs> well, and then I don't know. See, and I wonder if it was just like because obviously, like we see, you know, I don't know if we blatantly said that, but you know, like Narak put poison. Yeah, he put poison yeah. in Houston. I've had a half a bottle of wine at this point it was just a um, glass marie it, it it was a glass oh. wink wink nudge <laughs> nudge but i like i wonder if it was either like he went like quote unquote mad from with what he guilt. did with the guilt or if it was kind of almost like a contact like he got some of it into his system somehow they well, mentioned something about him getting medicine yeah, from the also, bass quarter and yeah, it just it didn't go well like when he went to go pick up the poison he was like Ooh, what's this supposed to do? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> like, is this candy? Yeah, did like some side shopping on his quest uh-huh. for poison. And they were not the most reputable of yeah. sources, apparently. But then, like, the monk kind of dropped this, like, sort of hint to be like, how does that make you feel, Catherine? And Catherine's like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, dang. So, the, friends. Yeah. so the monk in his mind is like, oh, I guess. She had no idea. She had no idea. She didn't kill her husband. So they go to see the Duke and we find out Catherine is with child because, you know, they had unprotected sex for, for two weeks. Yeah. Every day, probably at least five times a day. So I'm not a doctor. But I pretend to be one. Are you an amateur doctor? I'm an amateur doctor, and I'm pretty sure that's how you knock someone up. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't originally want to, like, live and work for the Duke. But she finally decided, like, I have his child. I can't, like, keep him from his child. So let's do this. Let It's on. So she goes to live with the Duke, like, at one of the Duke's castles, the Savoy, and care for his children. And so everybody can be like family. Mm -hmm. So her kids go live with the Duke's kids and everything's great. Just one big olive garden. Uh huh. (laughs) Because when you're here, you're family. Chapter 16 is four years later. Another time skip. Catherine has two kids by the Duke. And so like, okay, the first kid you could play off as. Right. Like you got one in me before he died. Mm -hmm. The second kid, it's very much like. Like this is clearly. No. (laughs) No. No, nope. this did not happen. <laughs> the Virgin Mary, she is not. <laughs> so everybody knows, like, she is his mistress. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a, 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 an open secret. Uh-huh. And so England is in somehow an even shittier state than it was the last time skip Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there's a lot of like political stuff going down and again stuff i shouldn't have to care about in a (laughs) smutty book but whatever everybody hates the duke too so prince ah what is his name prince edgar edmund prince edward who's the next in line for the throne is on his deathbed with like whatever his mom had yeah, dropsy. Dropsy. With whatever, wh- whatever that, that ends is. up being. His dad, the king, is fucking senile as fuck uh-huh. and is just listening to everything his mistress tells him to mm-hmm. do. Which again, goes back to that Sex with Kings book. Highly uh-huh. recommend that. Um, apparently, his mistress was it Alice? Alice Pears. Pierre. Pierre's. Um, she totally played that up to her advantage. She had him give her all this land and she would have him buy jewels for her that she already owned and she was just pocketing that money so she was just kind of like robbing the treasury essentially and so 
and it, she didn't do it secretly. Like it was an open secret yeah. that she was ripping off the king. And so everybody's pissed at the royal family and is shouting corruption, corruption. Everything's like, this is all bad. Like we don't like you anymore. And so they call for a parliament to take place. And I don't understand how that works today in modern society <laughs> so i had no idea how it worked back then yeah but apparently like you could decide to call parliament and all the lords would come together and this is before the house of commons i believe because the house of commons came around in 1666 i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like where they ended up like executing the king yeah and then they had like they, so commoners could have a say i want to say i am not i don't i don't and then, this is yeah. smut i shouldn't have to know <laughs> we shouldn't have to think about you and then uh-huh. like the the whatchamacallit the uh, restoration period yeah. and all that yeah we don't bullshit. have to think about this shit but we are so here you go anyway so this is during like one of those weird like churchy holidays kind of like like saint george's day or something mm-hmm. and so he comes home and he's all ex- and Catherine's all excited to see him but the duke is kind of like in a shitty mood because like of all the thing that's going on in his like political life we also find out that the duke has a child with his spanish-speaking wife his the the true queen of spain or was it, it's two i think right no just the one just he the one? had uh. a boy with her but he oh he right. died in infancy mm-hmm. and then so they have a girl and the, the queen the spanish wife was like i would like to name her katarina and the duke's like that's catherine in spanish that is fucked up yeah that is kind of fucked up (laughs) like come on like don't let your wife name your kid after your mistress no that's not cool so the duke returns he's troubled but catherine's happy to see him we also get to see joffrey again jeffrey chaucer again and picka actually is a maid for the duchess aka the queen the sorry the true queen of spain Mm -hmm. and then heloise is a nanny slash maid for catherine so everybody's pretty like they're living their best lives Yeah, they're all kind of set they're they're coasting they're doing good that's the end of chapter 16 chapter 17 the duke goes to london and oh my god guys you know how i've been telling you this whole time it's there's like this is not smut this is where it's like really not smut (laughs) because they go into this parliamentary hearing and like they're like okay here's the thing a couple of my bros, a couple of the Duke's bros got accused and convicted of stuff and they were punished. And the Duke's like, I'll give him that. Because at this point, he's doing all this to be diplomatic. So the right, Lord's he's don't playing politics. Rebel. Yeah. And he's all doing this like in the name of his brother, too, who's like, again, fucking dying. And so finally, the court's like, okay, next up on the chopping block to get like judged by the parliament is Alice, the king's mm-hmm. mistress. <laughs> And they're like, oh. He's just like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do this. So they basically banish her from the area. They take away all her jewels and stuff. And they're like, you can never talk to the king again. Because they also all knew, like, if they killed her, like, the king would just flip his shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably like, yeah, like, making the best Mm -hmm. of a bad situation. Like, this is the best way to deal with this. Yeah. So the Duke is overseeing this parliamentary hearing because his his brother, who would really be overseeing it, is deathly ill. And then his dad, again, senile as fuck. So it turns out Prince Edward 
during the parliamentary session dies and then that means that his son is the next in line to become king and so duke the duke is basically the regent of the mm-hmm. time because the king the real king is just like cuckoo for cocoa puffs yeah. and then <laughs> or alice they're Pete, basically just like waiting Peter's for him puffs. to die yeah and then edward's dead and so the prince edward's son robert or sorry richard was only like nine at the time so that bitch can't rule so the duke is regent He's not able to go visit Catherine all summer. So it starts like in May and then all summer he's not able to see Catherine. And finally he's like, guess what? You bring my kids up because we have a great excuse. Mm-hmm. It's the like fourth year anniversary of, my, of the Duchess's death. Bring her on up. We'll celebrate her life. All this stuff. So they have a great week together in London. They go see shit. They bang all night long. And then they get home from this like romantic like cruise down the thames 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 and everybody's like all hustling and bustling around the castle and the duke's like what the fuck <laughs> and uh turns out his spanish wife uh shows up she oh, had a dream her she father dream. told her she must yeah. go to her husband uh-huh so Catherine's like well that fucking sucks like mm-hmm. no and it's super dramatic in the book yeah. it's like it's like Catherine remembers that as the last day she was happy yeah and it's just like shit girl and so they have this big banquet and because you know the true duchess is there Catherine has is like subjected to sitting with all the like the peasants basically mm-hmm. and isn't treated nicely yeah i think some guy tries uh-huh. hitting on her and it's like you know because again it's this yeah. o- open secret that she's getting it on with yeah. the dude he's like hey i bet i like you know he has his hand like running up her leg yeah. and he's like i bet i could teach you some things that the duke doesn't know and so she just like takes her knife and like cuts him yeah she's, she's like, like uh, fuck off yeah and everybody's just like and so at the end of the meal, it's time for like, hey, everybody who's never met the Duchess before, get in line. It's time. And so like the Duchess meets Catherine and they I think she doesn't know. I think she does. Well, because they keep hinting at like, so Pika keeps talking about it. I was like, yeah, like from what I hear, like I don't hear anything. Uh-huh. But she keeps talking to all her people in Spanish. So yeah. I have no idea. And then part of me is kind of like why can no one learn spanish like i get that like you know i think like for a lot of european courts french was like the, the thing, language of yeah. the court but at the same time it was like learn spanish I mean, <laughs> pika's defense and Catherine's defense yeah. they know english and french yeah so I mean, and i assume some latin because yeah. back in the day so i feel like they should be able to pick up bits and pieces yeah yeah i don't i don't get it but yeah i i don't know because like if I, if my husband's mistress was standing in front of me i would at least like kick her in the shin or some shit like just just know. some slide just like some just flip her off <laughs> some, yeah just like hey oh, i have something push up my glasses let, let me pull this thing out of my pocket what is that oh, oh. it's me flipping you the bird <laughs> But I mean, I think again, yeah, it's probably kind of more of like, I would say maybe almost a power move for yeah. her to be like, I'm not bothered by you. Because, uh, like, Even while the, this is all happening. Be bothered by her because <laughs> Catherine gave the Duke two fucking sons. Right. What have you? What have you popped out a penis for me lately? No. <laughs> I mean, it did. Like, I feel like with daughters, at least they can be. I think I remember watching this thing about Henry VIII, at least like with his daughters. Mm-hmm. 
they were bargaining chips like so it was kind of yeah. like oh yeah i'll marry you off yeah, to my daughter or whatever yeah compared to a fucking heir right but i think also yeah again i think it's kind of like her kind of in her head was like well yeah like i'm a queen what are you you're just the mistress yeah. I, you're, it's not worth me freaking out especially for that time when it was mm-hmm. kind of expected like have, yeah like yeah. i have this basically like business arrangement marriage with my husband you're just his side piece like i actually matter and then i mean and this gets in Catherine's head too where she's mm-hmm. thinking about their social standings and also she's mm-hmm. like fuck she's like younger than me yeah. she's like well, younger and, and hotter than me told by like everybody that yeah like, the she's not pretty she's pretty. frumpy she's gross but the thing is she isn't as pretty yeah. as Catherine, but she's still younger so it's one of those things where it's just like oh well and it's just like Boys insecurities like the shiny yeah. toys for you know yeah not to be and then it like freaks Catherine out uh-huh. like she's like she notices how they're dining together and it's like oh he's like showing deference to her yeah. and respect like even though he doesn't love her he like clearly kind of respects her though yeah. and that and bothers her i mean it's her. not saying that he doesn't respect Catherine. i think right. he does respect Catherine and shows deference to her as well and they're they're very much more of a partnership than mm-hmm. anything but at the same time it's just like she she is nothing when it mm-hmm. comes down to it, like if you take away her mistress's mistress's <laughs> she's she's got nothing. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it goes. We're gonna read chapters I think eighteen through I think through twenty five. I think stopping at twenty six. Okay. I don't have my phone or the book is downstairs. The book with my note <laughs> is downstairs, but I think we're stopping at twenty six. So read up okay. through twenty five. Stop at 26. I think it's like, it's going to feel like a lot. I think it's like yeah. up through page, I don't even remember now. See, but again, it's a good chunk, but there's still like another good chunk. I feel after like that. I have to apologize. I thought this was going to be like a romance novel and not a historical. Because <laughs> guess what? I might do some research on who fucking John Whitecliffe is, Wycliffe is because mm-hmm. he's in here a lot too. He's consorting with the Duke. And from what I understand, because I am of the Lutheran persuasion, or I was, <laughs> that John Wycliffe, even though I guess that doesn't matter with Lutheranism, but like, so at the time, the, the church in England was Catholic, and so they followed the Pope. John Wycliffe believed more that the word of the God should be available to commoners and should be written, written in the common vernacular. Right. And also like, didn't you say, I remember we were talking about this the other day, like he was also kind of of that belief that it was like, no, you don't need a priest necessarily yeah. as a conduit between you and God. Yeah. You can just talk to God yourself. And so the Duke is kind of aligning himself with John Wycliffe because if the church doesn't collect all the taxes and like, gives the money to the church if people aren't giving the money to the church they can now give it to the government because they and during that time they couldn't really like tax the churches as well Mm, mm because for some reason governments can't tax churches and i don't even want to talk about it right now (laughs) but it's a thing so yeah more fucking history that i know i didn't want to learn but now i have to because this book that i thought was just gonna be bodice ripping yeah yeah i thought well i mean like it's salacious but Uh in a different way yeah so yay huzzah so i feel well i guess like as far as predictions go Uh i think more shit is gonna happen between you know the duchess Uh and Catherine, or there's gonna be more drama there 
And I also feel like something has to happen at Kettlethorpe because she just kind of left it there. And technically yeah. it's like still hers or her son's at the very least. Yeah, that's least. the thing is like, I know, yeah, it's like basically she's, I would assume she or like somebody would have been appointed regent of yeah. that estate. Yeah. And I think I know from just looking at, because from my brief knowledge of history, again, that we shouldn't have to know for a romance novel, that John and Catherine the the duke and catherine together are basically the founding fathers of what we see as the royal family now like they're mm. the great 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 grandparents of like what we understand as royal right. now like queen elizabeth ii is yeah. related to them yeah so there's clearly going to be some shenanigans some finaglings going on with the whole kingdom situation you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. 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 all right so that's it hey marie hey sasha uh get the fuck out of my house okay bye bye, bye.